0: If you have family that you have lost to the World Mission Society Church of God, whether it's a a brother, a sister, a son or daughter, a mother, a husband or wife, um, I'm sure that that is one of the most painful and confusing and difficult, frustrating uh, circumstances that you've ever experienced. And we have many people that have reached out to us and do reach out to us through email and things like that that we've been in contact with that have shared their experiences uh, with this group uh, in relation to their family. And, and so many people have, I think, literally lost family members. Um, I think one thing, a, a big issue with the, the this group, and it's, it's not something that I would say can be applied in every situation. I'm not gonna paint a broad brush and say it's always this way, but I think the vast majority the, the, uh, the primary way that the WMSCOG operates and what it pushes its members to do is, is kind of to take these harsh stances and to, um, to divide from family, to remove themselves from relationship with those who won't join the church. And we've had uh, people tell us that members of their family have, have gone so far as to make just clear ultimatums that if, if, if they won't join the church with them, they're basically gonna cut off all relationship, all contact. Uh, there's mothers that have talked to us who who have daughters or sons that just won't won't talk to them. They won't answer their phone calls. They won't. They just won't have relationship with them because of this group, because of the manipulation. I think the the fear tactics, the brainwashing that this group uh, has instilled into their minds. And, and I'm saying that not as a uh, an attack. I'm not trying to name call. I'm just trying to call it what it is. And I think. If you look objectively at this group, that's what they do. They they, they manipulate and they use different fear tactics, emotional uh, abuse, I think ultimately is what it is in many cases, and they destroy families. They divide families. Um, and so this, this video, I don't have <laughs> the answer to all the many questions and problems that, that arise from that, but what I'm wanting to do in this video, I just want to talk mostly to you who have family that you've lost to this group and to encourage you in some way. Hopefully some of what I'm, I'm going to say will be encouraging. Um, I just know that there's so many of you who are experiencing this and I know you probably have so many questions and it, if you have questions, if you have, uh, you know, things like that, that you want to talk about or share please feel free to reach out to us um, i would also encourage you to reach out to others i think there's many others that you'll probably find on the comments in, in some of our videos that are going through similar experiences and so connect with other people i'm sure this is again a very difficult situation i'm uh, i can't imagine what it's like to lose family in that way the frustration of it probably would be one of the the biggest aspects of it but a couple of things I want to say. One, I think this is a great opportunity, and this might be something that's you're thinking immediately. Well, this is easy for you to say, but I think that this is a great opportunity for you to find your strength in God, to find your strength in Jesus. Um, there's there's a passage in Psalm 34. I would say read that whole chapter. It's such a great chapter for those who are in difficult. Confusing, crushing kind of circumstances. But um, there's a couple verses. So, one, it says that those who look to him, those who look to Jesus, look to the Lord, those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. What that's basically saying is those who look to God as their help, as their strength, ultimately, in the end, their faces aren't ashamed. I think what that's saying is they're not disappointed. They don't, the ultimate outcome of a person who looks to the Lord and puts their hope and their trust in Him, they won't be disappointed that they did in the end. It will pay off. Uh, Then verse 18, it says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So. If this experience of losing family is doing anything, what it's probably doing is breaking your heart. It's, it's making you brokenhearted. What this tells us is that the Lord is near, that the Lord has a special place, I think you could say, in his mind and heart for people who are brokenhearted, who are being brought low by circumstances. And so this is a great, I think, opportunity for uh, you to, reach out to God, cry out to Him, look to Him as your strength and your help. Um, I think there's many examples in the Bible. One is uh, if you look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, the story of Hannah who was going through this difficult situation. She had this enemy who was kind of mocking her. And, and um, I know it's there's so many situations like that in the Bible that I think aren't directly what we're going through, but they have so much that we can learn from and be taught by in those stories. Um, so this woman Hannah was just desperate and she she cried out to the Lord falling on her face and she was just desperate, brokenhearted. She cried out to the Lord and ultimately the Lord came through in that situation. The result was she gave her a child. She she gave her her heart's desire which was a child. I'm j- I'm saying all that just to encourage you to go to God in this situation. Um and and that sounds probably really cliché and and uh <laughs> maybe like an overused statement, and and I'm aware of that. But I know for myself, whatever the situation is in my own life that I've been through, the, the most difficult, challenging times, you know, I think we can go crazy. We can lose our minds. We can, we can just be completely overcome if we don't find something to grab onto. And I think Jesus is a rock. He's a refuge. There is real substantial rock that we can grab onto, the promises of God, hope in God, and, and we can put our hope in Him and not in our circumstances or or our family or anything else. Second, I just want to give a couple tips, quick tips for talking to them. Um, and, and again, this is something I want to continue to talk not only to members like we, we usually do and former members, but I want to help you guys who have family in this group. So Send us questions if you have them. Send us comments. Send us things you'd like us to talk about. Um, a couple tips. One I one tip is just from James, uh, the book of James in the Bible, where it talks about being slow to speak and quick to hear. I don't think you're gonna convince your family out of this group in one conversation, um, especially if they're really deep into it. Now, if it's at some of the early stages, if they haven't got too deep into it, if maybe they've just had a couple conversations with the the members of this group who've evangelized or whatever, maybe they've gone to one Bible study, you might have a better chance at that point of talking to them and, and just kind of laying out a case of why this group is is dangerous and not something they can join. But if they're too deep into it, the brainwashing, the manipulated uh, way of thinking that, that's been instilled in them is probably going to not make them able to hear a lot of what you're gonna say. So I think you have to learn what to say, when the right time is to say it, how much to say and how much not to say, and sometimes maybe just not saying anything at all, just being there, continuing to support them and love them, letting them see that you're there for them, and hopefully hoping that that will bring some conviction. Um, If they've made a full separation from you, yeah, just letting them see that you're still there for them. I think that's a big deal. Um, and and not all, always having to have an argument against what they believe. Um, maybe just have, I think maybe it's helpful just to have one or two clear points that every once in a while, maybe you can just ask them. Or if you're in the middle of a conversation where the opportunity arises, um, some of the things we're saying in these shorter videos, these kind of just quick, simple scriptures that seem to refute the, the doctrine of the World Mission Society, Church of God. Things like we've been talking about more recently about uh, changes made to Aung San Hong's book. Just a couple like really solid uh, points like these. Just maybe have those kind of in your back pocket so that when the opportunity comes, if a conversation happens, you can just say, hey, what do you think about this? Have you looked into this? Have you researched this? Um, have you asked your leaders about this? Um, I would encourage you just to kind of keep it uh, keep it simple um, in that way and um, yeah, I think the the last thing uh, I would just say as an encouragement is just know that God loves them and cares about them even more than you do. and I really do believe that. Um, so Matthew 10, uh, I'm going to start in verse 29. Jesus says, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. So a couple things out of that. One, God is saying he values you. He he has the hairs of your head numbered. So he's not oblivious. He's not unaware of the difficulty of this, of the pain of this. And it goes right back to Psalm 34, cry out to him. He's near to the brokenhearted. He knows He knows where you're at. He knows what you're feeling and he wants to help. He wants to give you comfort. And I believe his Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, the spirit of comfort. He, he's called the comforter. Jesus called the Holy Spirit the comforter. And I think for those who will look to God in the way that Psalm 34 tells us to do, the Holy Spirit will become a comforter to us. He will help us. He will give us even wisdom, I think, to know what words to say to these family members that you have. What words to say or what words not to say. I think God knows what they need to hear and when they need to hear. And so we need, you need to get in line with God and God's thoughts so that you can be thinking the thoughts of God in your relationship with this family member. And so. I think, yeah, looking to the Lord, connecting, getting in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, um, I think, is kind of what, what this is saying. Knowing knowing that God um, loves you, and again, not a sparrow falls to the ground. How much more value are you than a sparrow? So God knows what you're going through. The other thing with that is that God cares about your family member more than you do. Again, he he cares about the sparrows and he cares about your family member. God loves them and he wants them to be rescued and freed from the grips of this group. I think more than you do and his love, even though it's hard for me to believe as a father, myself um, and a husband and a son, uh, I love my family, but God loves them more. He loves them more perfectly. He cares about them. And again, he knows what they need. So trust in that. Uh, I'm saying look to him. And if you're one who has uh, family in this group, I would just say keep praying for them. Keep praying for this situation to change and uh, don't give up because we have heard and continue to hear many stories of many people discovering the truth and leaving this group. And so um, there is hope, Uh, your situation isn't hopeless. And so again, yeah, just don't give up. And uh, yeah, just feel free again to reach out, ask any further questions and and we'll uh, keep trying to answer and help you in any ways we can with these videos. You have been listening to The Great Light Podcast. To find more information and resources, or to watch our films, go to greatlightstudios.com or find us on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to support this program and partner with the ministry of Great Light Studios, you can do so through our website. There you can also find both video and audio versions of this podcast.